Welcome to Aaron Lothing, featuring Adam Air MD GED, Dr. Jeeves, and Dr. Mike Diana. On this episode, $10,000 fucking toy spray. And now, without further ado, Originally recorded uh, April 2020, Underground Cartoon Therapy. Now here's Adam RMD GED. What's up, guys? Hey, man, we got Adam RMD GED, that's me, and Dr. Jeeves in the house with a special uh, episode tonight. We're going to have Mike Diana come in in a minute. And, uh,. I'm going to give Dr. Jeeves here, who's a fucking very well uh, knowledged toy collector. <laughs> he knows his shit, right, Dr. Jeeves? Yeah, man. I mean, I've been I've been living the toy life since day one, basically. So, yeah, I I dig them. I collected them. I still collect them. I do all that stuff. You know, I'm designing them, so it's. It's, it's been a lifelong passion of mine. You are designing them, too. Do you want to talk about that at all, or no? No, I mean, just, they're in the works. They're in the That's fair. We'll leave it at that. Uh, otherwise, uh, okay, if you had $10,000, this is the question I asked Mike Diane on the show coming up here, but if you had $10,000, strictly toy money, mm-hmm. what the fuck would you get? Uh, I mean, I think I would, you know, there's definitely a list of things that I want. I, I wouldn't mind having, like, an entire set of Shogun Warriors with a, a, a Godzilla and a Rodan. Um, I'd probably set them up in their own diorama and just leave them there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't know, I mean, you know, I, I, I've reclaimed some of the toys of my childhood, and there's still some other things that... I don't have complete, I, there's no, I have no complete collection of anything, but I have plenty of collections of various things that I would like to, you know, I would never turn away a, a, a big old box of X, Y, or Z, so. <laughs> well, do you, ha- so, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, okay, I, good. I, I, no, I was just going to say, I mean, you know, there's, I would get the micro men, all the uh, micronauts and things like that. There's so many weird fucking variations of those things. Time travelers, the metal men. Uh, I had I had an alien. I had the astronaut. Whenever I was a kid, I wouldn't mind having all those again. I mean, there's new vinyl. You know, all those that that whole rage of shit. So I mean, it's a uh, it's interesting now that, like I said, you could get all kinds of weird it, it's it's considered more art than it used to be an actual toy you know what i mean sure so you know there's there's definitely some pulls there too that you know or of, of art piece slash toys but uh i don't know i mean i think all in all it's one of those things that i think it you know speaking to to your passion and or you know fulfilling a lifetime long lifelong dream excuse me Fuck yeah. You know, 
So I mean, there's you know, there's a lot of good, a lot of a lot of good that you could do with 10K. And like I said, I know that you you you've been hunting, right? So. Oh yeah, I blew right through. I didn't even waste an, I didn't waste a breath, man. <laughs> I fucking went for everything that I either had at one point or uh, never had at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I definitely never had a complete Remco Mini Monster fucking set. That thing's fucking turning me on. Yeah, that's that's one of those. I remember it in the catalog and totally wanted that. I was, I was a kid. I always checked out the books about monsters and shit like that. And like, I would just get the how to do your makeup just because it had pictures of werewolf and shit in it. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like I want to see how they're yeah, how how's that put together. You know, the good old cotton ball gluing a cotton ball to your face. <laughs> you <know? laughs> oh man! And uh, I wanted yeah, to drop I, this too before, uh, not to cut you off, but I wanted to say yeah. I was starting to tell a. Uh, a, a paranormal story about a toy in this interview with Mike Diana, but of course I got too baked. Uh, so at the end of it, I'm going to tell everybody the fucking story because you won't hear it after I fucking drop it in there. But then I'll end up dropping it anyway, so I'm just going to fucking let you know. It's a cool fucking little... Ooh. Nice. I'll have to play some... Uh, Herman Bernard or Bernard Herman or whatever the fuck his name is. You guys know. The Nabisco guy. Ding. And he wrote Psycho. Go look it up. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for uh, getting on the beginning on here. Let's get this fucking Mike Diana show rolling. In three, two, one. And hey, this show is dedicated to Wayne Kramer from MC5. Rest in peace, man. All right, let's get this fucker rolling. All right, we'll be right the fuck back, dude. Hold the fuck on. Wiped out our childhood, man. Replaced it with human trafficking. That's great. They should rewind it. All right, let's get the fuck. This pretty horse is named Alice. Let's make her beautiful for Barbie. <coughs> Trying to pretend you're getting Dallas ready for the big parade with this neat western saddle and stuff. Beautiful blonde ponytail. So now Dallas is all beautiful, and you can pretend she's ready to go. And so is Western Barbie. Giddy up, Dallas! <laughs> western Barbie doll sold separately. Dallas horse comes with everything you see here. You have to put the saddle and bridle together. You from a tail. All right, we're back, motherfucker. Fuck yeah. There you are. <laughs> What's up, dude? Tracked you down like a wild beast. You did. Welcome back to Aaron Loathing, guys. I got Mike Diana on our new formatted podcast uh, called Aaron Loathing. We don't drop the old name, but it was called uh, Underground Cartoon Therapy. 
And to that we say salute as we take it up a notch and make it fucking 38% more interesting than it used to be. Right, Mike? Hopefully, yeah. I mean, you'll still be taping boxes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome, Mike. And uh, I told Mike Diana, you know, because let's do a little flashback. And I was in L.A., and I was, uh, me and my dog, you guys can go back and listen to this old episode that I'm going to put on again called Lil's Kills. And it was about my dog that me and my mom rescued out in New Orleans. And uh, at that time, I took her from New Orleans to go uh, train her to hunt pedophiles in Venice Beach. She actually met a, a vigilante, a separate vigilante, and I got to meet, you know, the vigilante through her. That was pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's another story, but I got in an accident during this whole thing. And my dog got hurt, and eventually, a couple weeks later, she passed away from it. That was a sad time. It was a sad time, and then what happened was I hired some fucking uh, little, like, outfit in Venice Beach to uh, represent me to get any kind of money at all, and uh, it took five years and a bunch of tears, but I taught myself how to walk again. I moved to Washington, D.C., and... uh, I told my mom, I'm going to D.C., and she's like, what's there? And I was like, well, most of it's flat, and I'm just going to learn how to walk again, and there's no one there, and it really is kind of a fucking bland place, too, just off the, you know, I didn't see too many, like, too much art, or even though there's a couple art museums there, it was like, whatever. So anyway, I, long story short, I learned how to walk again. I put up with three more years of fucking nonsensory from these assholes. Yeah. And the day came just recently, about a month ago, I got a $10,000 check. Whoa. And I finally got it. And they were trying to lowball me too, Mikey. They were all like, hey, just take the seven grand, make the problem go away. I was like, fuck you. And I saw how much I actually got too. It was like twenty-five grand, and that's how much they siphoned already. And I was like, I'm not letting you take anything less than you know. I'm getting ten grand, dude. Wow. And I stuck to my guns, and I was like, I waited this fucking long. I don't mind fucking litigating it in court, and then we'll just see how much I can really get. Yeah. And they just were like, okay, let's go. So they gave me the fucking money. And I stuck to it. Uh-huh. So don't let greaseball fucking uh, vampire fucking attorneys you hire fucking try to siphon your money, guys. Well, yeah, they try and get everything. But like you also said, people sometimes they never get uh, any a penny. All they do is get hurt, and that's it. Rude, yeah. It depends on a bunch of crap, I guess. I mean, it's a shame that, you know, that's the world we live in. What are you going to do? Uh, 
Well, what I did was I got the money. Right. And uh, with a toy buddy of mine helped me uh, go through it and assess it. And it's a toy friend that I've been training in the toys. She's a cool little toy apprentice I got there. I'll be working with in the future, too. Uh, but we got to move 10 grand inside of a... I didn't fucking blink an eye. I've just been collecting toys for 30 years, you know? Yeah. Professionally. Yeah. And I was like, I know what toys I want. Yeah. Wow. And before I go into the toys I got, I want to hear, like, if... I want to hear Mike Diana talk for a minute. I want to hear... What would you do if you had 10 grand right now? Hmm. What would you get if you had to spend it on toys specifically? Spend it on toys? Yeah. Right. What would you fucking get? There's so much out there to get, you know. Fuck yeah. I mean, you know how I like the monsters, all that kind of monster stuff. Um, yeah, I would like probably try to make you know a collection of stuff that I always wanted as a kid either had them or wanted them and never got them um, you know the classics like the shrunken apple kit Vincent Price thing oh yeah it was kind of a rip off because it's just an old craft making shrunken apple faces you know but they package it with Vincent Price did you ever get one finally Mm, I don't think so. I think we made them ourselves. You know, you can take an apple because, I mean, you're supplying your own apples anyway. It's just about making a, something on it, carving a face, and then it dries and looks like a shrunken head and you put some hair on it or whatever. It's pretty crazy, man. Like, <laughs> I, I remember the Simpsons episode where the Marge finds her shrunken apple, yeah. Vincent Price head kit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool, the usage of that, you know. That was cool. Yeah. I mean, it was a good idea to market it, you know. I mean, even the Gia Pets, you know what that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got a Wednesday Adams Chia Pet. Oh, wow. With the new chick that played Wednesday off the the new series or whatever. Mm-hmm. I went to Walgreens. <clears throat> they had a big old fucking... Uh, they had a Stranger Things fucking statue with the guy, I guess his name's Ed or Jeff or something you guys probably know out there. Yeah. But it's a statue of him playing this fucking Flying V guitar, and it's just, it's sick. And he's got speakers behind him. A solid fucking statue, dude, at Walgreens. It's like, why? Yeah. Why is it even there? And I just noticed, like, Walgreens has all these fucking toys lately, man. Mm. You ever seen that? I don't know. Are there Walgreens in New York City like that? I can't remember. I don't think so. Are there? I think there are. There's that one in Union, right? Yeah. I haven't gone in one. I'll check. I'll check. Good place for toys. You know, but, you know, of course, in New York City, we'd like 10 bucks fucking more. 13 bucks more. Yeah. Oh, God. You can't have anything nice out there. I know. You can't have a fucking 
collectible toy store like the way we collect, necessarily. Yeah. Well, you'd have to have three iron gates on the outside of it. Yeah. And then you'd have to come out with fucking tasers already tied to your nipples. Yeah. For auto fucking shooting. All you have to do is blink your eyes. Wow. That'd be cool, huh? <laughs> I know you had a dream about it last night, and I just used the Dream Invader to get it out of your brain. Yeah. You didn't know that, did you? You got it. I did. I extracted it right the fuck out of there. That'd be a cool toy, huh? It'd probably be from, like, Remco or some shit. Bring it. Dream Extraculator. You put it together. Battery sold separately. There was one where it's a creepy crawly factory. You can make your own rubber bugs and stuff. That was a fun piece. I used to like that stuff. They still have that kind of shit, but it's just different, you know? Yeah. But I thought they knew it was a good idea back then. And so they just kind of kept it around, you know? Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> I remember the octopus you would get out of the gumball machine you know at Kmart or whatever it was completely sticky and it had the fucking snout stout little thing circle coming out of its the middle of its head and you'd throw it at the wall it three hours later finally finally would fall down off the wall right <laughs> fuck used to play great play action you could use yeah. that thing on a G.I. Joe or a Star Wars guy too and be like I'm swallowing your psychic energy right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have one of the greatest uh, Ben Cooper uh, collections I've ever seen Mike but uh say it again I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you <laughs> A variety of different ones. You like 70s, 60s, 70s. Bright, colorful. When we get back, guys, we're going to take a break. And uh, when we get back, uh, we'll talk more about Ben Cooper. Because Ben Cooper's fun shit, huh? You think so, Ben? You think so, Ben? You like, you like Mike Cooper, Ben Diana? <laughs> All right, hold on a second. And we'll be right back, my bugger. Alright guys, welcome back. We're talking about collectible toys with Mr. Mike Diana out there in Boiled Angel Bill. Boiled Angel Island, just off the coast of New York City. Yeah. <laughs> Near the insane asylum in between the biological fucking testing ward. Exactly. <laughs> What you been collecting? What would you get? What else would you get if you got Ben Cooper shit right now? Do you have any specific Ben Cooper thing that you never really got back in the day? Certain things are expensive now. I know it. I don't know if it was Ben Cooper, but I saw these um, when I was a kid. They had these like these, you know the classic plastic mold kind of cheapo fragile masks like the average one was made out of those Ben Coopers but imagine a big one 
that was like a, a native mask, you know, like those big masks they would wear, that were really colorful. Oh, yeah. Almost like a dark uh, black light kind of thing, huh? Yeah. They'd look great in black light. You would have like a fake spear, I guess, and then, you know, wear like a little grass skirt, or I don't know what the rest of the costume even would be people would wear but you know i was into like native stuff like in movies just seeing native tribes or whatever dressed weird what i thought was weird you know not specifically just to cannibalism either but just in general yeah i'd say so yeah and then i had natural geographic so you're looking at that and you see a nude one now and then you're like oh my god i know <laughs> like damn whoa <laughs> exactly yeah they, they don't leave but, nature taboo yeah if they put little sensor marks over the lion you know that would be pretty taboo you know yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> God damn you to hell. <laughs> Dude, you had one of the coolest ass fucking collections. And that, your display case too was just fucking great, man. Well, from the old New York City pharmacy, old pharmacy that was. The person who gave it to me got it from a pharmacy that closed down. <sighs> Probably in the early, late 60s or early 70s, I would think, you know, when places finally was like, this place isn't going to hang on anymore like it was. Yeah. You know, and then it's something else. Um, long forgotten where it was, you know. Amazing. Yeah, so I got the case, you know, with the mayor in the back. Yep, that's a, it's a great display case, man. I'm just like, oh, God. Thick glass shelves. Oh, just beautiful. A beautiful fucking shelf piece, man, for people who like yeah. collecting and like a good display, you know, shelving. You, yeah. I thought you had the, one of the best. That was one of the coolest ass fucking. Yeah. A cool Coke bottle, man. <laughs> you know, that's what I would call it. <laughs> yeah. You know, just a badass motherfucker, Mike. Yeah. I have it, you know. It's packed away right now for a while, but. I had to move from uptown a long time ago. Yeah. But one of these days, when I get settled, I'm going to have it all. You know, it'll be set up properly. Um, and yeah, collection, it looks good in nice display cases. You know, like, I always wanted my own museum. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would make museums and try to charge the neighbor kids money to see weird stuff I'd collected. That's, I feel so that, right? <laughs> was the the damn Fruit Loops I found a Fruit Loops two that were linked two different colors <laughs> and I'm like see the amazing linked Fruit Loop <laughs> alive 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 that's right and real like <laughs> a freak show freak Fruit Loop kids would give me money and then I would just buy more toys you know yeah I had a whole little general store set up that was like a refrigerator box on its side. And I made a little store with a, opened the door up and they would line up 
buy candy, you know, because they were too young. They couldn't go down to the store. But they'd come into my house and they'd buy stuff and <laughs> buy little toys and trinkets, you know, for pennies and nickels. And, uh, I mean, now, yeah, you're, like, dealing toys these I, days. Yep. Uh, I, I, I'm getting ready to jump back in it. I had Hugo, man, a thousand faces puppet. I remember that piece in your room, yeah. I had that one when I was a kid, you know, I remember hanging out under the bed with it, putting different displays. <laughs> it's a great piece. It's scary, too. It's like yeah. this kind of cool, frightening kind of look at disguise yeah. puppets or like, you know, they had Action Jackson dolls that, you know, you could be anybody. You could be Captain America. You could be fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. A deep, you know, space dick. <laughs> deep a deep space dick. Um, I mean, of course, I love slime. Oh, yeah. Been able to find very good documentation of what the slime was that I was getting in the 70s, but I had, like, purple slime with purple worms in it. It was slime with rubber eyeballs. It was just plain green slime. And of course, I had that feeling and that smell, and it gets dirty pretty quick. There. You just drop it accidentally on your bed, and you see like lint and hairs <laughs> stuck in it. <laughs> and the color it's like brown. Yep. That was a cool toy. Until it got funky. And then it got the little chunks, like you said, little wood. You'd see the little yeah. wood squares. <laughs> it a different consistency, yeah. yeah it just looks like it's got a it's a bowl of full of green checks <laughs> oh, that's it i still have a, i went to uh office depot or no michael's art supply store oh yeah and they had this little section with like just kind of like hey here's some toys to keep your kid quiet while you're in this long ass art line yeah. And uh, they had the slimy barrels, and it had the crossbones. Mm. It, it just says slimy sludge. So I was like, it's nice to see a good thing still sticking around, you know? Mm. Like, that's cool. Slime. Slime was a cool-ass toy, man. Yeah, I liked all that stuff. Uh, the, the commercial on television where they had this rubber brain. Oh, yeah. Squeeze it, and the slime drips out of it. You know, you fill it with slime, and... I don't remember what it was called, but on the commercial, the kid goes up to his teacher at the desk and, like, shows <laughs> her face and squeezes it. He's like, oh! Freaks out, you know? That is, one of the, that is one of the toys I picked up. I'm going to save that for the last segment of the show. Uh, what a, you know, it was the king of the slime toys, and now both you and I have had one, Mike, Diana. Yeah. Uh, when we get back, I'm going to tell everybody what the fuck that is. So hold on to your fucking shit. Smoke the fuck up. Slime. The slimy stuff. Slime is creeping across the country. The squishy substance has been sighted oozing across school playgrounds and plopping into some of the best cocktail parties in town. Its attraction is that it is really and truly disgusting. 
We surveyed shoppers at Fashion Valley today. Because some people might be put off by the sickly green color, we suggested they sample the stuff with their eyes closed. Oh, God. It, can I dump You can look now. Oh, shit. But it's not much better with your eyes wide open. What happened? <laughs> A Fashion Valley toy store stocked 96 tubs of slime last Friday. Only three were left this afternoon. It's, it's super. It doesn't last three days in the store. We get it and it's gone. Who buys it? Adults mostly. And it's probably a better toy for grown-ups after all. I gave it to my five-year-old, and she got it in her hair, and I had to cut it out because it doesn't come out of hair. She got it on the sheets, and I had to scrub the sheets clean, and it was just all over the place. But the kids love it, and everyone knows kids are the toughest critics. Stop. Yuck. <laughs> Gooey. Slimy. <laughs> I just you yeah. like it? Yeah. Feels like the inside of a snail. Hula hoops and pet rocks make way for slime. I'm Carol Kendrick for TV8 News from Fashion Valley. Whoa. The black shadow box, Mike. You ever heard of this thing? Hmm. Oh, it's a video game. Never mind. Anyway, uh, we were just talking about slime. And I was going to tell everybody the one toy that me and you have had. Yeah. And here's uh, a commercial if I found it. If not, it won't make sense. But here's the little space that I'll uh, do it in. Hmm. All right, guys. I swiped this off of uh, this dude on YouTube. You can go look it up or whatever. Digital, some shit. I don't know. What the fuck ever. Check this shit out. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today we're going to take a look at Ooze It. What is Ooze It? Have you ever heard of this guy? It's a really bizarre slime toy that was released back in 1981 by the company OI. What is OI? Never heard of this company before. Well, that's because, as you see right here on the box, O-I means Ooze It Incorporated. Up. Uh, yeah, so this is the Ooze It refill. And I love on here, too, it says, Caution, Ooze Compound sticks to hair, rugs, and fabrics. If it stains, wash with water and vinegar and then soap. So his plugs, they're little plugs that plug into all the holes on his face. And that's for if you wanted to store this guy with the ooze inside the toy. This is literally the only toy I think I've ever seen that gives you the option to store the slime inside the toy when not in use. There we go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah. Filling them up there. Oh, blah, 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 blah. There's actually still a little bit of space in there, but I'm hoping that this is going to work out really good. So, oh, you can kind of see it coming up through the head already. Here we go. Oh, yes, look at that. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Oh, oh, wow. That is wicked. Look at this guy. He is wonderful. Yeah, 
Yeah, it definitely works having a lot of slime on the inside, but man, that is one sweet slime toy. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, uh. Mike, you've had a ooze it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what you call it. An ooze it. I'm it, looking down like, what? It's a green alien. And it's a weird size, too, because it's like maybe a 10-inch. It's meant to be squeezed right in your hand. Like, it's just like having a small little thing in your hand. Well, you know, your wrap of your hand probably would fit around its, its body or part of its stomach around you. Pretty much. You squeeze it, and it has the arms and legs and the head on top. I think Pee Wee Herman had showed him off before. Yeah. Uh, I remember, like, kind of the some deal, like, but I don't remember the ooze it per se like that, you know, because I just thought, like, when it when you see the graphic, too, okay, like the box, it's in cursive. It's got this whole, like, you know, thing going on. I think it was supposed to be... In, um, something that was going to be in toy stores, mainstream type of thing, and then it was decided it was just too weird or whatever. Yep, and it's a it's a picture of a kid's hand holding, and it could be, and the cool thing about the hand is too, it could be any race, the way that it it's colored. Yeah, I like it. And then uh, there's a, and it could be a boy or a girl. So it, it kind of covers the whole... It's almost like a world hand. <laughs> That's what I would call it. Uh, but, uh, and it's got this black background, and he's holding this green-looking spongy alien, and it's just this... It looks like it's blood. I thought that was what the problem was. It just looks like this fucking blood coming out of it, like running down. And it's all like a lot of it, too. It doesn't necessarily look like... It doesn't look like... Uh, slime it looks like blood mm. coming out and it looks like this this gory film uh promo right i'll probably use it on the thumbnail you know uh that'd be cool huh but uh you know basically it yeah it was that and when i found it dude the guy said nope they were carrying these in the uh in carnival, traveling carnivals for a minute after they were closed out. And then they fucking just stuck them in warehouses. And the guy found it, found a bunch of them in a warehouse. Yeah, and then he was selling them on, through magazine. Or uh, I got it on eBay. eBay. I, I found it on eBay, yeah. Magazine. You got it out of there, out of the magazine. Back in the 80s, yeah. What magazine did you get it out of? Mm, say possibly Psychotronic. Oh, yeah? I don't know for sure, but it's the only one I can think of that might have been. That's rad in of itself. Psychotronic yeah. Ooze It. <laughs> ooze It? What the hell is Ooze It? It was probably around maybe six. 
I'm smoking some Dagobah Dake. <laughs> Yoda gave me this directly. Oh, you know what else? What's that? <laughs> they were a little bit after my time as a youth. But still, I liked Mad Balls when they came out. Mad Balls were cool, man. Uh, Bruise Brothers. I've, that's the only one I can remember the name of, man. Bruise Brothers. <laughs> right. And then there was like, they each had a name. Yeah. And they had a personality. Mad Balls were cool. They were like stress relievers, you know? Yeah. I had some little wind-up ones, even. Tongue would go in and out, you know. You want um, that little toy I got, huh? Of the little kid playing the art, uh, the accordion? I wasn't sure what that was. <laughs> it just looks like it's out of your collection, bro. Old random. Yeah, it just looks like that little one of those little kid pieces that you would have. In... I don't know. Like, I'm always interested in those ones that you can't really even name what it is. It's just one of those things. You know, and it's... Uh, I like how it's just like this little barefoot, you know, hillbilly kid playing the accordion. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell you where the fuck I got it, man. <laughs> it just showed up, bro. Right. Yep. Things kind of come in right. through the toy chaos portal. What about Boglins? Which ones? Boglins? What are those called? Those puppets? Oh, Boglins. I like the puppet toys like Boglins and Sectors. Hmm. Boglins were cool. Well, cool. They were blah, blah, blah. they were definitely cool. Boglins because I like how they were like latexed out. Yeah. Uh, but Sectors were like kind of. They didn't get the kind of fucking props that they deserved, dude. They were cool as shit. Yeah. Did you do you remember those? Mm, I don't know. I must have seen them. Well, what ha what it was was like they had a spider and a dragonfly and other kind of fly. They had wings and stuff, and you could put your hand in the action figure. It's a hand puppet, but it had plastic parts on the inside. You could operate, and then you stick the action figure on top of that. And It was a fucking cool idea, dude. That's amazing. It was amazing. Sectors is an amazing line. Another... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I didn't mean to cut. I'll look into it. Yeah, check that out. Uh, and then the other one I really liked was... Uh, Supernaturals, and those were the guys that had the reflector, uh, the hologram reflector inside of them. Oh, God. And they could turn from a human to a ghoul, and it kind of reminds you of the fucking haunted mansion effect, you know? Yeah. Uh, that little hologram style, but inside of an action figure. So all it was was a flat side with a hologram in it, and then a back side of a semi figure, you know? Mm. Uh, I remember cops, or uh, not cops, <laughs> uh, Police Academy had some cool figures. Mm. Uh, Ghostbusters had cool figures. Speaking of slime earlier, I did pick up a Slimer. Oh, wow. And it has his little foods, which was a steak, a piece of watermelon, and a pizza. Mm. And I bought the Ecto-1, and so I just got him propped on top of the Ecto-1. Uh, so that's a cool piece, huh? Ecto-1. 
Sounds amazing. It's a, oh, whew. I always wanted one, and I just now got one. Ecto one. I never had it. It's a great fucking cool ass piece from the animated series. Hmm. And uh, you know, the animated series was. I wish they would have just made it like the movie. You wish that they just would have made Ghostbusters like the cartoon, like the fucking movie. I don't know why they didn't, but, you know, whatever. But I still like the cartoon. I did pick up a Stay Puss Marshmallow Man 2 on card. Mm-hmm. And that was cool, because uh, he's a Kenner. So he's like an 84 Kenner. You know, the real Ghostbusters. I think it's like 84. Uh, so that was a cool one. You know. And I do want to talk about what I bought. Should I just go ahead and go off on it and we can give a reflective view? Might as well. Alright, well, I'll give a few now and then we'll take a break and then I'll tell you guys the fucking juicy shit at the end. <laughs> yeah. But, first one I want to talk about is a company called Glasslight out of Brazil. And they put out a fucking uh, a machine gun called a Metro Hedora Squad 24 Esquadere Class E A with Mr. T on the fucking front of it. And Mike Diana, you have something similar, but it's on a different style card. It's not inside of a. It's not inside of like a case kind of card, right? It's just hanging on a rack card style, right? Mm, it might be the same, but it's on a card as like a. You know, the blow mold plastic shape over it. Does it uh, have a purple, orange, and... You're on a black card, though, right? Does it have the graphics on it, or isn't it just on a black card with just a picture of Mr. T? And it's green and... I thought yours was green and gold, right? I think so, yeah. See, mine's silver and has a black handle. Oh, wow. And it's a totally different piece, dude. I, I'll i send you a photo of it, man. <laughs> it's fucking sick. It, it is sick. And Glasslight's hard to get, man. Also, Glasslight made the MacGyver figure. Um, Isn't that cool? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Harry, uh, Harry Dean Anderson? Right. Is that, is that who fucking... Uh, that's who fucking Marge's sisters and oh, yeah, Harry Dean Anderson. Oh, that's right. Uh, and now, uh, okay, I'm gonna tell you, I did score uh, an original Star Wars laser pistol working. It needs a little like motor work on it, and there's a motor you can just go in on it still to this day and fix it. Uh, and it's just spinning this little thing so it can keep it going with the electronic part of it. But otherwise, it's in sweet shape. It didn't have an inside of the box, but it's it's like the uh, the uh, Metro Hedora. Uh, it's in that kind of frame box. And it, it's just a nice 77 Star Wars fucking package, dude. You know? Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, one of the uh, grail pieces I did pick up a long time ago was the fucking uh, Kraken. 
uh, from Clash of the Titans, and I bought it for seventy-seven bucks, and that motherfucker is worth eight hundred bucks now. Oh wow! Or up. I got a candlestick inside of his body holding his fin on. Oh wow! Yeah, cause some dumbass fucking sawed off the fucking nub uh, retainer that goes inside the main body, you know. <laughs> I don't fuck. I want to meet that motherfucker. I felt like John Travolta is like some motherfucker keyed my car. No. <laughs> you know, that's what I felt like. Right. Anyway, we're gonna take a break, guys, and we're gonna wrap it up. But I'm gonna tell you everything else that I got. It's fucking epic, and I hope you have a great time as we break down. Yeah. What I called, uh, for $10,000, I got 41 pieces, and I called it the Battle of 41. All right, brother. I'll be right back. All right, we'll be right the fuck back, motherfucker. Goddamn. Hold the fuck on. the KB Toy Store is at your local shopping mall, where you'll find great toys like Hasbro's G.I. Joe Mobile Strike Force, the Joes with the most advanced equipment. At the Westridge Mall. With strawberry shortcake, you can play escape from purple pie man and from... What's wrong with the commercial reel? With strawberry shortcake, you can play no. from purple pie man and from sour grape. The Shogun Warriors, Guy King with rocket boosters, Sick. Great Mazinga with rocket launcher. Sick, sick. Is he friend or foe? You Pretty sure that's Lauren Green. Launch his claw. Imagine his breath is a blast of fire. The large Shogun <laughs> Godzilla. They're ready to strike when you Shogun <coughs> Warriors. My breath is fire. Each sold separately. Accessories not for use with smaller Shogun Warriors. That's more Children's Palace. Children's Palace. Let's take a look and see. I'm Peter Panda. There are so many bicycles, and remember, always ride your bike very carefully. I will, Peter Panda. Don't forget. And over here, there are nice doll carriages, and more, and more. <laughs> what a toy store. I love it. I love it. Damn, I thought we were fucking done. All right, let's get the fuck going. Hurry up with that fucking the next reel. Greatest superheroes. Batman and Robin, the dynamic duo. Superman, the man of steel. 
Aquaman, the famous undersea crime fighter. <laughs> Tarzan of the Apes. <laughs> Shazam, now featured on network television. Yep. Captain America, fighting injustice the world over. Spider-Man, the weird wall climber. The super foes, the arch enemies of the superheroes. The super gals, Wonder Woman, Supergirl, Batgirl. <laughs> and Catwoman. Fucking A. The Green Arrow, crime fighter from the forest. <laughs> Iron Man, power personified. <laughs> the Falcon, that great black superhero. <laughs> the Green Goblin, Spider-Man's strange enemy. The Lizard, half man, half beast. And that fantastic oh, green yeah. giant superhero, The Hulk. The Hulk. For 1976, the Fantastic Four. Damn. The Torch, faster than the speed of light. The Thing, Ben Grimm, Man of Granite. Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Girl, both have the powers of invisibility. <laughs> Sick. With his sword of justice. Four. Using his Viking power against evil. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Alright, we're fucking back. God, let's finish this fucker off. Holy shit. Alright, guys. We're gonna wrap this motherfucker up. Mike, we went through a few of the pieces. <sighs> One of the things I did score was a Fleetwood rack toy that, you know, Fleetwood's a company that was a uh, a subsidiary little, uh, where they used the cheaper plastic shit for rack toys in the drugstore. So I scored a Love Boat uh, in port. Oh my god. And it has an actual, like, you know, three and a half inch model of the Pacific Princess, two cargo bays, and four yeah. little boats that are su supposed to surround it. <laughs> On a perfect fucking unpunched fucking card, too. Incredible. Uh, and I uh, got a good deal on that, man. I'm not going to try to launch into prices more. I'm just going to start. I'm just going to keep to the toys, but. I'll just say, I got a great deal on it. <laughs> right. It was fun. Uh, one of the things I got, too, was a Napalm Death figure. And now you're talking about, you know, current shit coming out of Super 7. And uh, Super 7's been fucking kicking ass. And Reaction is the company that now is combined with Kenner or whatever. And I got a Circle Jerks figure. Can you imagine saying that in the past? I got a Circle Jerks action figure. It would never happen. It'd never fucking happen. <laughs> wow. A Napalm Death action figure. And what's funny about the Napalm Death one is it's really just this demon with these kind of crazy wings or whatever. And you can't see his whole body, but they decided that the rest of him looks like a, a little bird that's been stripped of his skin. <laughs> <laughs> 
Huh. I thought that was interesting. I'll send you a picture of that. And there's multicolored variants for the Napalm Death fucking card on there, you know? Wow. I did pick up a Parker Brothers fucking ROM Space Knight from this dude called Wheeljack. And he's a great guy. I'll give him a plug right here. If he, I doubt he'll ever hear it, but uh, Wheeljack's a great guy who has a lot of cool ass shit out there on the e-commerce and and I picked up a ROM from him. I picked up several pieces from him, but ROM was he's great. And he's untested because you don't want to fuck with that fucking 1978 backpack, you know? By now? No thanks. You leave it alone. You're not going to put a battery in it to see if it works. You're going to have to take the fucking battery back out anyway, dummy. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unless you don't give a shit and it just corrodes the inside of it. Hey, the hell, hell with it, you know? You know what we were hoping for? Yeah. We were hoping you were going to give us a rundown of everything you got. Because um, I know the people, you got them dripping. Well, Rom was one of them. And then uh, I did get a Dutch 1977 General Mills Fun Group Star Wars Darth Vader punching bag. It's all in Danish. Oh, my God. And it's from Clipper. And I guess that's the fucking one of the European fucking Kenner subsidiaries, you know? Mm. It's a great fucking piece, man. It's got the picture of the two little kids beating up on the fucking... <laughs> Darth Vader, you know, like, fuck you, Darth Vader. Uh -huh. So that was great. Uh, I did pick up Amigo 1974 uh, Perfect fucking 100% original fucking Thor. Thor doll. Oh my god. And it's just so vibrant. And now, you know, you gotta make sure that fucking you're not getting repro parts, man. And on eBay, if you get busted with repro parts and you sell them like that, that can fuck over, like, the collector and the person selling it, you know? But, uh, this helmet and the fucking... No, man. It's like... It's perfect, dude. It's that. You can tell. Uh-huh. I did pick up a 1974 Conan the Barbarian, too. He's a Type 1... And he comes with a fucking battle axe and a, a sword. And that battle axe is one of the greatest fucking action figure weapons that's been ever created. I just want to say it for the record. That thing's more pimp than fucking pretty much any other axe ever made. And Mattel just can't, e can't even come close with that battle axe that came with He-Man originally. But you know that's where they ripped it off from, right there. Well, yeah. They did. They just yeah. made it a bit shorter, that was it. And yeah. shrank it down. Yeah. Uh, I scored a Lenny and Squiggy fucking doll. <laughs> it's a two-pack. It's Amigo. That's a 77. And Jack Davis from Mad Magazine, he did the cover art for the Kresge box that it's displayed in. Oh, wow. So you open the box... And it's uh, them drawn on it. 
It's a great display piece. It's fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always wanted the... Now I just have to get the Lenny and the Squigtones album that came out. Oh, wow. Um, I did score a fucking kryptonite rock <laughs> that you would find at Woolworth's in the box. And it's a green rock wrapped in tissue with an instruction thing about how, what the history of kryptonite is. And it's out of Medina, Ohio, and you would have found it at Woolworth's like in 77, 78, 79. Mm-hmm. Probably by 81, they were gone. Right. So I, I finally got one of those. I got a superpowers fucking Mr. Miracle with the trap. He's a, he's a minty fuck. Oh, wow. I finished out my fucking Secret Wars motherfuckers that were only released in Europe. Iceman and Electro. And me and my partner, we bid on the thing, you know, on those two. And we won it. And we got a lowball ass price on what they're for what they're really worth. Yeah. And it was just them, right? But they originally they came with a reflector in a inside of a shield. So when you you know, tilt the shield you can see the little action play on the in the sequence of art inside of the shield. Oh yeah. And so fucking that Iceman the only one that came with a red shield. The rest of these American releases were orange, right? Uh-huh. So fucking, uh, I picked that one up. Uh, and the guy, right at the last minute, he goes, fuck it, I threw in the shields, go ahead. And he, and when he did that, he jacked up both those figures like fucking 250. Right. Now I got an Iceman that was 250, and he gave me the shield. Now that motherfucker's worth five fifty. Oh yeah, it's yeah. disgusting. Uh, and I like the whole pricing thing. And it's hard not to talk about it because I just spent all that money and I had to watch it. Well, yeah. Uh, so far, so good. You like what I'm laying down so far? Yeah. Okay, check this shit out. I scored a Remco Mini Monster fucking collector case. With all the figures. Jesus fucking Christ. And it's fucking... Oh. Insane. It's, I, always, I always wanted one. And I had them separately, and I never had the case. But I never had all of them at the same time. You never had them all? Not at the same time. Huh. I think I had all of them, except maybe Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Uh, I got the case. It's it's so I got it open. Oh, and then here's a toy. Here's a little supernatural toy story just to go with it. Because before I got the money, me and I I get my brother, me and my brother both have PTSD. And we got to take care of each other, man. And so one of the healthier things that we decided to do was to go to this place called Captain's Comics. Mm-hmm. once a month it's in uh west ashley out here and we go and we just buy action figures mm-hmm. and uh this month I, by the way i just scored after the ten thousand dollar spree i still bought more <laughs> and i bought a fucking uh 
Batmobile from the Superpowers collection with Batman and Robin. Oh, wow. They are beautiful. It's wow. a fucking gorgeous ass. That's the one of the coolest Batmobiles two ever made is from that damn Superpowers line. Uh-huh. Fucking cool as fuck, dude. And uh, <laughs> did you ever have one of those? Uh, I don't think so. Well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I had so much of this stuff, you know. I probably had one used eventually from a yard sale. Who knows? They were around. They were around. They made them. And now, I, you know, fucking uh, McFarlane goes after the superpowers line now. And honestly, they're not that bad. Mm. They're pretty fucking close to that style, but there's something about the way plastic ages. Yeah. And that's what I like about the collectible toys, too, and specifically the pieces that I got. And uh, was just really happy about it. Um, I thought everything I got was pretty dope, dude, you know. And, uh, well, I'll tell you a couple more. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the big three. Well, four. I'll tell you about four. What top four pieces I got that I've been waiting to fucking get. A Death Star space station in the box. Hmm. And I, I had one when I was a kid. Someone at this church in Ohio gave my grandparents, Sugar and Papa, uh, a box, you know, almost complete um, Star Wars Death Star PlayStation. And I loved the fuck out of that thing, man. I thought that piece was what got me into retail because I always wanted to display things like as if it were a store inside of itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> and the gun on that thing is just incredible. It's probably one of the best battle guns on a playset ever made. Yeah. I remember it. Um, it's got the bridge that retracts that Luke and Leia could swing over. Uh, it's got a second floor with a computer room where... Darth Vader would have taken on Obi-Wan Kenobi and then that has a trap door that falls into a trash compactor that has the monster in there that it comes with uh, and uh, the little pieces of foam that um, represent trash and then it has an elevator that goes up from the bottom floor all the way so you got four floors of fun. I actually I remember that. It was a ama- it's it probably is the number one best fucking oh. you know place that ever made, dude. You know? The little trash compactor, remember that? Oh, it's I got it. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. You're a king. I'm a king of kings. Now check this out. I'm gonna tell you a story. The next piece is really cool. And I remember when I got hit by this, or I didn't get hit, but I fell in a hole that L.A. refused to fucking fix on the road. And that's how I broke my fucking leg and got all this sweet-ass shit I'm telling you guys about to begin with. Uh, But I remember laying there with a broken leg going, I'm getting a Godzilla in a box for this shit. Mm 
Man. And guess what I got? You got him? I got a Shogun Warrior 1977 Godzilla in the box. The box has seen better days, but... Okay, now listen. Me and my partner were looking at all these uh, Godzilla pieces. And we saw this one. And uh, my guy was like, dude, that thing looks different. And I was like, yeah, it does. Uh, we put a bid on it. We got it. It got sent here. And I have held a bunch of these before. And they're put out by Mattel. And Shogun Warriors only weigh like about two pounds, right, Mikey? Remember? Yeah. This big hollow shell blow mold, basically. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, firing fist. It's got little rollers on it. And the original fucking piece comes from the poppy Godzilla that was made in Japan called uh, a Poppysaurus. And if you find one of those in the box, it could be up to like 15 grand. <laughs> right. The difference between the Poppysaurus and the Mattel Godzilla 2 was a lever on the one that came out in America. And it had a tongue that flickered out of his mouth with fire drawn on it. <clears throat> and then uh, it would go in and out of his mouth on the Japanese one it had a drawstring that you would pull on it and it had a voice speaker in his chest and he'd go <laughs> and I just thought holy shit you know yeah what a great thing wow. and uh, so I got this one and I picked it up, and the legs were weighted with sand. No. And I was like, what? Someone hit a fucking kilo of coke in here? So I had to call my guys at Billy Galaxy in Portland, and I asked them, hey, what's the deal with, is there ones with sand in them, or is that supposed to be a thing? And they were like, yeah, the ones that were, just, that were uh, manufactured in Japan... They have sand in the legs so they would roll better because they got little roller skates on their fucking feet. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? And they're supposed to roll down the road. Yeah. Uh, so I did score that one. That was cool as fuck. Uh-huh. I scored a vinyl fruit root from the Cereal Buddies. Uh, from the Monster Cereals vinyl. And I just wanted one. And I got a great deal from some old lady in Ohio again. Where all the cool toys seem to come from. <laughs> and, uh... Alright, the last one I'll fucking bore you with. Well, I did score a, uh, a V the Visitor, a Blue Snaggletooth, uh, a GG Robot Star from Black Hole, Magnetic 5-inch, a 12-inch IG-88 from Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> but, the last one I'll tell you about is I scored the greatest American hero, uh, Ralph, Bill, and the Volkswagen Bug. Mm-hmm. And I got the Bug for a good price and all that shit, but what they're really worth altogether is Mego toy history, dude. I'll just say it that way. It It's toy history. You know? Yeah. And uh, so there... There's $10,000 well-blown, huh? How you like that shit? 
It's incredible. And if you guys ain't wet from there, you wish you could fucking see it. It's fucking sick. But, you know, I probably will open a museum from here and just give all the money that I ever make off of it to kids. Good idea. I think that's what will happen. That way it'll be constant, and then people will just come to see it from all over just to fucking help kids out and make sure that the money keeps going, you know? Think that sounds like a cool idea? Because, uh, like, why the fuck would you sell this shit, dude? You can't get it again. You, you, yeah. Yeah. We're borderline Smithsonian ourselves, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We're. It's like Ringo Starr in Caveman. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? You're like, oh, why'd you stop, dude? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show today. Did you you like this one? This was fucking fun, right? Good one. Yeah, it was a hearty, hardly har har. No. <laughs> I mean, you found some good stuff. Let's put it that way. I got. Fu- I love. I'm a plastic lover, dude. I love some fucking cool ass different plastic, blow mold, shell, PVC. Smells of it. Uh, there's so many different formulas of plastic, and there's so many uh, different kinds of uh, action figures that just have a different kind of texture and can. But I, uh, you know, outside of the, you know, what it feels like and what it's made of. Uh, Dr. Jeeves, who's a host on the show here, he made an interesting comment, and he said, you know, half the, half of the toy is about the play. Yeah. But the other half is about the display and the admiration for the piece. Yeah, of course. And that's, we'll just leave on that fucking note. Wow. There's some profound guru toy knowledge. I do have a Vincent piece, uh, Vincent Price piece, by the way, that my partner gave to me, uh, which is uh, really? Hangman, the game from uh, Milton Bradley. Oh, yeah. It's all an American game made for two people, and there's only one person sitting on there. I wonder why. It's called Hangman. <laughs> 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 Is it the skeleton pieces you hang? Uh, yeah, I guess so. But it's like, you know, one card until finally it just, you got to turn the wheel until the, it's so it's a wheel and it starts off with just the head. Then it goes to the body, then the arms. And the last is the leg. If you get one more leg, hang man. <laughs> You're right. I have one that's like a plastic skeleton pieces, and you actually hang it, each piece, as you go. Oh, that's so fucking cool, man. I have it somewhere. I don't know if I still have it. God dang it. Do you remember, like, where you scored that? Probably a thrift store. I mean, I used to all be into thrift stores, you know, especially before eBay, when you used to find some good stuff. We're going to have to go to New Jersey. Where I think there's abandoned toy, where or warehouse uh, storage units that have cases of what I predict would have been a line after Greatest American Hero, 
And you know what that would have been? Da Dallas. Right. J.R. Ewing, guys. Chew on that. All right, guys. Uh, for the kids who have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, because we're talking about some classic vintage-ass shit, feel free to go and read. It will increase your IQ to actually read, whether it's off of a screen or in a book. Go ahead and fucking read the text, please. Don't be fucking lazy. Read. All right, guys. Read. Like Diana, read some Boiled Angel if you're over 18. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a great fucking episode, huh, Dr. Jeebs? Man, that was nuts. <laughs> Mike, Diana, <laughs> thanks for being here. And thanks for uh, taking the time to tell us about... What you would do with $10,000 of toys. So, I started to tell a story, like I was saying, and then I didn't really go around to it. But basically what happened was, out here, uh, I was trying to say, I got this thing with my brother now, where he's got PTSD, and I have PTSD. So I came up with this idea that we would just go and... Uh, Go get action figures every month. I thought, hey, and it's been helping, you know? It's like action figure therapy, man. 101. What do you think about that? Love it. Okay, so we go out there once a month. And I go out there, and I just talking to my partner, who uh, I've been working with the toys with. And I told her, I said, hey, uh... The worst thing in the world is someone that comes in when you got a store and they try to nag you down and you're just not into nagging. And if they ever bust out like a thing on eBay or like a, you know, well, it says here on eBay, just pull out a shotgun and stick it to their head and say, get the fuck out of my store. Same eBay. Yep. If they bring up eBay in the store, like get out, get out now. Uh, go buy it off fucking eBay then, dick. You know? Uh, but, uh, if you're gonna go to a toy store, you gotta pay for a little convenience for the brick and mortar, man. You know? Yes. And, you know, you're helping out people who are trying to stay in fucking business, too. Expect and the trade, man. It's just the mom and pop shit that everybody keeps forgetting about and wants to go buy e-commerce or big business and not everything runs that fucking way. Yeah, you'll find a fucking good deal on eBay and all this shit sometimes. Some grandma who doesn't know what the fuck it is just wants to get rid of the shit or whatever. Uh, so anyway, I was just talking about how annoying it was. And then the next day, me and my brother Todd, we went to Captain's Comics. And we were in there. And this guy got a stack of shit and it came out to 138, right? And the guy was like, 138 bucks. And the dude was all, come on, give it to me for 100. What? And the dude was like, I don't fucking think so. Uh -uh. And he goes, I'll give you like six bucks off. And that's about it. Uh, and the guy was like, no, come on, man, 100. And there's like a line of motherfuckers behind him. He's, this dude's a grown-ass man. And while I, was while I was annoyed about it, I turned around and I saw this table, right? 
and it had all these like newer Star Wars figures, like whatever they call it, the black label shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went to go grab a Star Wars figure, and right when I grabbed it, it turned into a Biff Bang Pow fucking edition of a Kiss figure. It's Gene Simmons in his rock and roll over outfit, the fourth edition. Okay. And it's wow. it turned into that while me and my brother, while I grabbed it, and it, it, it turned into it in my hand. It changed from a Star Wars figure to a Kiss figure. And my brother, I looked at my brother and he was like, what the fuck? And I brought it up to the register and the guy, you know, he doesn't necessarily know that's working for the main dude. What's out on the table from day to day? So he didn't even question it. But before I got up there, you know, like the guy was like, the guy pouted and fucking walked out without any of the comics. It was like, fuck that. And everybody was looking at each other like, what the fuck? And I was like, he misses out on what magic really means. And then I put down the kiss figure that had a fourteen ninety nine sticker on it already. Weird, huh? But my yeah. brother was like, I watched that turn from a Star Wars figure into a kiss figure in your hand. And, uh, <laughs> he's not lying. I mean, it did. Yeah, there's no cream corn, man. Sweet Twin Peaks in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That's about as the uh, Twin Peaks of a story I got. I do have one more I'll share with you. Why not, huh? Do it. I was coming from this chick I was banging in fucking Georgetown. And I was walking from her house. And I was leaving in the morning doing the walk of shame down to Sally, you know. <laughs> and uh, I saw a pile of books. And I walked over to the pile of books that were in this little field. Just laying there. Rando shit. And uh, it was like a kid in a birdcage, you know. And it was like some book from like... It was an older book, you know. It was like 1830 or some old ass shit. Uh, but I didn't want it. So I just kind of closed it. And I walked. And I walked three steps and I stopped. And I felt the molecular fucking recombobulation of my mind just go. And time reversed. And I walked backwards. One, two, three. And I looked back to my left. And right on top of that book was the secret diary of Laura Palmer. Huh. Well, Suddenly. That's crazy. So you got some, that, that's some dope-ass, like, library karma there. Crazy library karma, right? <laughs> or something, that was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's two whoppers for you to close out from your old Dr. MDGED. Dr. Jeeves, it's been a pleasure. Dude, thanks. And, uh, yep, no problem, man. Let's, uh, knock out the, the next episode. I think we're going to be dealing with, uh, an episode called, uh, How to Save a Bar in 48 Hours, featuring two drunks in Lakewood, recorded originally in April of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Lakewood, uh, Colorado. <laughs> I can't wait for this one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we, I can't wait for this one. All right, uh, we're going to get drunk and not get... All, all at once. I'm actually sober recording it, but... Yay. 
I'm going to tell you how your dear Dr. Adam Air MD GED saved a bar in 48 hours on the next episode. And if you do have any toy episode ideas or anything like that, feel free to call me and Dr. here at 206-666-5847. Again, 266. No, it's not. What is it? It's 206. 206-406-9000. Did you hear that? <laughs> don't call that number. I don't know what that is. It's probably the, some U.S. military bunker. It's like, how the hell did you get this random number? That's exactly why, you know, yes. <laughs> I'm channeling it. No, um, give me your proper number. 206-666-5847. Me and Dr. Jeebs. And then uh, maybe if you want to talk to Mike Diana, he might think about it. All right, guys. Until then, we will talk again. Bye. Adios. You've got your radio on, don't you? Turn your radio off. Yes, extinguish your radio, please. Okay, thank you. Yes, turn your radio off. Who's this? What's your best guess? Are you White Bell? No, I'm Harry. Turn off the radio.